Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Getting you ready for kickoff. This is the pregame show on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the pregame show coming to you from South Point Hotel and Casino. I'm Femi Abebefe, getting you set to go for week number three in the National Football League, one hour away from kickoff of the full Sunday slate. We have nine games in the early window, four games in the afternoon, one game on Sunday night football between the Green Bay Packers and San Francisco 49ers. But first, let's roll down the list of actives and inactives because 8.30 that comes out, time to digest it. Lions are moving. We have all sorts of movement on the board here, so let's get right to the important stuff. As Colts quarterback Carson Wentz, it was expected, the news came out last night, that Wentz will play with the two sprained ankles. He is officially active for the Indianapolis Colts. Important note, though, they will dress three quarterbacks, both Jacob Eason and Brett Hundley, will dress for the Indianapolis Colts just in case Wentz can't make it through the entire game against the Indian or against the Tennessee Titans. The Colts are four-and-a-half-point underdogs, total sitting at 47 in that game. Cleveland and The Chicago Bears, Browns wide receiver Odell Beckham will make his 2021 debut. Tore his ACL 11 months ago, was inactive for both their games in week one and week two. He is in for the Cleveland Browns. Browns right now taking on those Bears, seven and a half point favorites with a total of 44 and a half. The Arizona Cardinals and Jacksonville Jaguars. Cardinals will have wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. He dealt with rib issues, didn't practice at all this week, but is active. 
effective for their game. Cardinals eight-point favorites here at the South Point. They're eight-and-a-half-point favorites with the total sitting at 51. 51-and-a-half is the consensus line on that total. Big news for the Los Angeles Chargers. Joey Bosa, their defensive end edge rusher, is active for their game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs laying seven total at 54-and-a-half. Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins, that game, we talked all about the Pittsburgh Steelers inactives, and there are plenty with T.J. Watt, Deontay Johnson, all those guys for the Pittsburgh Steelers, those guys will not be playing, but the Bengals did learn that wide receiver T Higgins, who's dealt with a shoulder injury. He is also inactive for the Cincinnati Bengals. So that line right now, two and a half. Can you believe that Pittsburgh laying two and a half against the Cincinnati Bengals total at 43 across the board here. The New England Patriots, they're playing the New Orleans Saints right now, or rather at the top of this hour. Patriots, two-and-a-half-point favorites, total of 43. But New England will be without their right tackle, Trent Brown. He's been battling a calf injury, didn't play last week against the New York Jets, also down once again today against the New Orleans Saints. So the Patriots will not have Trent Brown in that game. Mentioned that Joey Bosa will be active for the Los Angeles Chargers. Well, the Kansas City Chiefs will be without their defensive end, Frank Clark, who is inactive after tweaking his hamstring during practice this week. So Clark now will miss a second game this season. He didn't play against Cleveland in week one, played last week against the Baltimore Ravens. He is inactive today. Once again, that line seven with a total of 54 and a half. And for the New York Giants, some really good news for them. Both pass catchers, wide receiver Kenny Galladay, who's dealt with a hip injury. He is active. Tight end Evan Ingram will make his 2021 debut for the New York Giants. Right now, that line is two and a half, the consensus number 47. But the South Point, they just went to Giants minus three. And we're seeing some threes now pop up on the board. Full disclosure, I'm on the other side. I'm on the Atlanta Falcons. I still like them there. But it makes sense when you get the news of both Galladay and Ingram active for the New York Giants and Daniel Jones and that offense there. So those are the inactives and the actives. Let's get a look at some of the best games on the day. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Los Angeles Rams. It's going to be the most bet game of the day. Tom Brady and the Bucs, the defending Super Bowl champions against Matthew Stafford and the Rams, who could be a contender in the Super Bowl discussion here out of the NFC. You know, a lot of folks like this team preseason and they've done nothing to deter them as they start two and oh and right now in that game we're seeing a pick them with the total at 55 the line is a pick them at south point though the buccaneers are favored by one however westgate circa that is a pick them there total at 55 and a half so expect quite a bit of points there in that game between the la rams and the tampa bay buccaneers interesting to note though in another afternoon game the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Minnesota Vikings Seahawks right now, two point favorites on the road in Minnesota Vikings. Of course, we'll have to monitor Dalvin cook. We talked about inactives and inactives. That one will come out later on this afternoon. Cook didn't practice at all this week for the Minnesota Vikings. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. But the Seahawks right now, two point favorites total of 54 and a half Vison, our own Ben Fox tweeted out earlier within the hour that a Caesars sports better placed a $400,000 wager on Seahawks money line at minus 130. So, so far the biggest reported bet today in the NFL, 400 K on the Seahawks money line at minus 130. So interesting stuff there as always from Ben. And then of course I got a couple notes from Jeff Sherman out of the Westgate. He gave me some sharp size that some of those sharp betters are attacking here at these numbers. 
I'm not on these bets, just to clarify, but these are the numbers that sharp bettors have placed over at the Superbook out there. Cardinals minus seven, Washington plus seven and a half. Their two-way action on the Browns and Bears game, sharp bettors took Browns minus seven. Other sharp bettors took Bears plus seven and a half. Obviously, that key indicator with seven being a key number. Bengals plus three and a half is a bet that's been made. Jets plus ten and a half. Rams plus one and a half. We saw that line open. Rams minus one and a half and quickly went to Tampa Bay with people backing Brady and the Bucks. Also, Packers plus three and a half in the Sunday night football game against the San Francisco 49ers. Largest wages of the day, 22,000 to win 20K on Washington, plus seven and a half, Browns minus seven, Jets plus 10 and a half, and also 22K to win 20K on Dolphins Raiders, first half under of 21 and a half. So a sharp look there from the Westgate Superbook. Jeff Sherman giving me those notes as always in that one. But first, we have five games with teams that are 0-2 against the spread. And I really wanted to get to this. Talked about it on Friday on My Guys and Desert. Talked about it earlier this morning on Point Spread Sunday. Five teams, 0-2 ATS. And I want to rank them of five down to one in terms of least likely to cover to most likely to cover today here in week three in the NFL. And number five, starting with the New York Jets. I hear you. I hear you. Sharp betters on Jets plus 10 and a half, but... I'm going to go head to head with the sharps in this one. Haven't placed this bet just yet. We'll see what happens later on today, but I'm not a buyer in this New York Jets team. Look, the offensive line is in shambles for the New York Jets. Makai Becton, he's been hurt. They haven't been able to protect Zach Wilson there. It's a difficult travel spot as well for a rookie head coach, a rookie quarterback going to that mountain time zone out there in Denver altitude. We know the whole deal with that coming from New York. So that'll be a travel spot that's difficult for this Jets team. Plus they're going head to head with Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy bankroll. 37 and 14 against the spread. I don't know when the market will catch up to Teddy Bridgewater, but he continues to outperform expectations. So Teddy Bridgewater, 13, 37 and 14 ATS. And of course the Broncos are six, two and two ATS in their home opener since 2011. That's a 75% cover rate there. So you're going against a very, very formidable Denver Broncos team. That's two and oh, I get it. You're getting multiple possessions with the New York Jets in a game with fewer possessions that we think since the total is sitting at 41 and a half. But I think of the five teams who are 0-2 ATS, I think the Jets are least likely to cover. The number four team I have here, the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Arizona Cardinals. Sharp betters took Cardinals minus seven, and I agree with them. I wasn't able to get that, but plus seven and a half, I don't really like it with this Jags team. They're an absolute mess. They've yet to reach the red zone in two games this season. Just think about how hard that is in today's NFL passing league have not reached the other team's 20 yard line in two weeks. Also urban Meyer has already been issuing the it'll get better uh, statements after just two weeks of play here. The Jags 0-2 lost to Denver last week by 10, but it really wasn't even that close when you watch the game there. They just turned the ball over way too much for my liking five turnovers on the season have yet to force a turnover either, but I do give them a better chance than the New York jets though, because they are indeed at home going up against a West coast team there in the early time period out in Jacksonville, the number three team, the Washington football team. And it, it was interesting speaking with Mike Pritchard and point spread Sunday. He said he would bump Washington up to number two. And I kind of agree with him, but I have them here at number three. This is a defense that I still believe in that front four. the bills. Offense hasn't looked as crisp here in 2021 as it did in 2020. And to me, 
I need to see more from Josh Allen. You know, we saw last year they, they, they were an explosive passing game, but this year teams are now respecting that. They're hanging back. They're saying beat us with the run, and the Bills have yet to do that so far. I know they beat the Miami Dolphins 35-0 last week, but that was with Jacoby Brissett in there. Tua gets hurt in the second series. That game just went off the rails rather quickly there. And I like this Washington team on extra rest after playing Thursday night. Quarterback Taylor Heineke now has 10 days to prepare for a Buffalo defense that I'm still not sold on. They played well in week one against a Pittsburgh offense that's been anemic. And then week two, of course, like I mentioned, with Jacoby Brissett getting thrust into battle there. So I want to see more from Buffalo. So that's why I give Washington my number three spot. My number two spot, Kansas City Chiefs. This is a bet that I am on. Chiefs laying seven at home against the LA Chargers. Joey Bosa's in. I don't care. The Chiefs getting laying seven or less at home has only happened one time since 2018. It was December of 2018 against an AFC West opponent when Mahomes was starting. That game, they were laying three and a half. They actually lost that game outright. But I think this is the perfect buy low spot on the Kansas City team that I know we've heard it all week long. 2-11 and 11 in their last 13 against the spread. I think this is the buy low spot on the Chiefs. I think they win this one going away against an L.A. Chargers team that, quite frankly, hasn't been able to execute in the red zone. And my number one team that is owned to ATS that is likely to cover the Atlanta Falcons because if you're giving me three points and I have Matt Ryan and the other team has Daniel Jones, I'm going to take those three points with the Atlanta Falcons. I get it. Galladay, Ingram, both in. But the Falcons, they actually hung tough with Tampa Bay last week. 28-25 after three quarters. A couple fluky pick sixes made that a 48-25 to football game. But I think that the coaching matchup favors Atlanta. The quarterback favors Atlanta. And it's just two below average teams. So I will always value the field goal right there with the Atlanta Falcons. So excellent stuff there. Number one team that I think will cover at the two ATS teams are the Atlanta Falcons. But stick with us. We got a plethora of guests, including Derek Stevens, Mike Palm over at Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. We'll check in with those guys, talk contests and what they're seeing behind the counter. It is the pregame show on Visa, the sports betting network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. 
Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is the pregame show on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money, and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It is the pregame show coming to you from the South Point Hotel and Casino. Femi Abebefe here in the chair, as always, as we're 45 minutes away from kickoff to week number three in the National Football League. So, of course, at the 15-minute time in this hour, we got to bring our guys from Circa Resort and (coughs) Casino, the owner out at Circa, Derek Stevens, as well as the VP of Operations, Mike Palm. Gentlemen. Welcome to week number three in the NFL. And Derek, of course, I'm sure the stadium swim crowd is packed as usual. Another nice day here in Las Vegas as we are entering week three with the full slate of games, nine of them kicking off here in the top of the hour. Yeah, it should be a great, great day. What what a what a great uh, setup. Uh, what a great schedule this is. I mean, uh, for us, stadium swim sold out. Sportsbook behind us sold out. Uh, should be a, should be a big big day. You know, yesterday was our our largest right day of the year on on a, on a college Saturday, and and I expect the same thing uh, today. Should be the biggest right day we've had, and the way these games set up uh, just sets up for it. So we're uh, we're fired up today. Yeah, big weekend, but it's always a big weekend in Las Vegas. We had the UFC event going on last night. I'm sure downtown has been festive as always. But Derek, I wanted to ask you about Circa Million off and running. Uh, I saw the surprise picks that you guys tweeted out there. Uh, any any surprise, or rather the consensus picks, any surprise with some of those picks there? I know Raiders minus four was the most popular selection, which shouldn't be as big of a surprise since we're here in Las Vegas. I know the 2-0 and Raiders covering as dogs and winning outright is going to get a lot of support as people are buying in on this team early here in 2021. 
Well, Femi, I think what's surprising is that while the Raiders are the number one consensus pick, the other side of the game is the number four consensus pick, the Miami Dolphins. I don't remember if we had that happen last year where they're both in the same game, uh, were in the top five, but I guess you have two different theories on it, right? I mean, uh, maybe some people took the Dolphins when Carr was uh, questionable, but now upgraded to probably he's going to play, or they don't think there's any drop-off with Brissett. And then you look at the other side of the coin, the Raiders' defense playing improved football, and, and and look, if you watched Brissett play for three quarters in Miami last week, he didn't seem like the quarterback we saw in Indianapolis over the years. He seemed very slow, very limited in his game. So a ton of action on that game. And then the rest of the other games, I think, were just some line values, right? I mean, the Packers has vacillated back and forth between three and three and a half. In the contest, they were three and a half. And we saw they were a consensus pick. People took the Rams at home. Plus the point and a half, that's obviously going to be the showcase game in the afternoon window. Um, and maybe we'll decide home field in the NFC playoffs this year, quite possibly. And then fading Jacksonville is always a good theme. Cardinals <laughs> minus seven and a half were also one of the top five consensus picks. I wanted to ask you guys about, because Circa Million setting these lines, because the quarterback uncertainty has kind of been the story heading into week number three, and especially with that Colts-Titans game with Carson Wentz. Now, we found out last night that he was going to be playing, but that's so late. that How do you go about making the number one? There's so much uncertainty, and it looked like, at least on Thursday and Friday, that Wentz was going to be a true game-time decision. Well, but, but the reality is, come 3 o'clock uh, Saturday, the points moved <laughs> because you had to make the call. And, uh, you know, we had uh, we had 20 people that didn't get their picks in, so you're going to have to make the decision. There's a little bit of speculation that, that goes into it. But, uh, you know, when when, uh, when our guys got to put the number up, they they uh, they take a look at what the number's at, where they think it's going to go, and where they think it's going to provide a a fair number for the contest. And then and then obviously things change. I mean, you have the walkthroughs on uh, on Friday, and uh, you get a little late-breaking late, late breaking information. So you just got to make a call. Hey, Femi, I do want to bring up one thing uh, that Mike, uh, Mike just talked about here with the uh, – selections on the Dolphins Raiders game. Yeah, we've never had a game where we've had over a thousand selections on both sides. What, what's what's also interesting here, and I was listening to Tom Scable earlier this morning and, and uh, Patrick and, uh, and, and Mike Lombardi, it seems as if around the country, everybody is betting the Raiders. And there's a bit of an anomaly here at Circus Sports we are very, very long on the Dolphins. Okay. Now, we expect we expect that we're going to see a lot of people going to Allegiant Stadium today. Everybody's got their app. We expect we're going to see Raiders money in, but I think we might be we might be out there a little bit because they are, they bet the hell out of the Dolphins with us so far. You know, when I looked at about 2 a.m. At, at the decisions, like we need every favorite. I mean, they're long <laughs> on every dog except except really except the Bears. We need yeah. we need the Bears. That's about the only only dog we need. Otherwise, we need the favorite in all these games. The people are betting the dogs, and but we've seen through the first two weeks. I mean, the dogs are hitting at an alarming rate. That's funny. No faith in Justin Fields making his uh, debut here in week number three with the Chicago Bears out there. Uh, speaking with Mike Palm and Derek Stevens out at the Circa Resort and Casino. In terms of survivors, 736 accounts made it to week four with the Carolina Panthers winning on Thursday. But what are some of the other popular picks for Survivor? I mean, it's got to be Denver, right? They're a double-digit favorite at home against a rookie head coach and rookie quarterback. Got to be the Broncos. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Broncos Broncos are the big play. 1,468 uh, Circus Survivor uh, entrants took the Broncos. And then, uh, yeah, you said, as you said, 736 had the Panthers. So they're already, uh, they're already in the house from uh, from Thursday night. What's what's amazing out of the fourteen hundred and sixty-eight, I don't recollect we've ever had a circus survivor week 
where effectively about half of the pool is on one game. When you have that much on one game, obviously everybody that took the Broncos is uh, is rooting for him. But but at the same point, that puts everybody else in the pool rooting for the Jets. So this is going to be uh, this is going to be a very highly watched highly watched game. What I thought was interesting about the Broncos um, for for these fourteen hundred and sixty eight people that took them, they made a decision on week fourteen because if you look at taking the Broncos again later in the season. There's a spot that really stands out, and it's the Week 14 spot with Broncos uh, at home against the Detroit Lions. So if the Broncos win, half of the pool will not be able to make that play. So that's kind of an interesting trade-off. Now you gotta you gotta live, you gotta survive, you gotta survive till Week 14. But certainly mm-hmm. that Broncos at home against against the Lions would have been a heck of a Week 14 play. Are you guys seeing any big bets, especially with this Sunday night football game, Packers and the 49ers? Feels like the Packers are a trendy underdog. It's Aaron Rodgers. You're getting points in prime time. Anything big or, or anything sharp, rather, because I know a lot of the folks were taking Packers plus three and a half in the circa million, but what about straight bets you're seeing over the counter? It's uh, It's been pretty straightforward here. I think I think a lot of people are waiting to see what some of the actives are, are, are for the game. There's a little bit of a question on both offensive and defensive lines, and I think it could have an impact. I mean, I think we're seeing the impact of an offensive line uh, inactive here right away here in this in this uh, New England Patriot game. I mean, you take you, you take uh, you take Brown out of the mix. I think ever since last year's Super Bowl, when we saw what happened to the Chiefs against the Buccaneers, you know, the offensive lines. I think people are spending a little bit more attention to it. And when you lose, you know, a dominant left tackle. And you're going to be rotating tackles from side to side. I think that gives everybody a little bit of pause. And I think we're waiting on a little more information to come out on the late game uh, with regard to actives. Yeah, I believe Packers offensive lineman Elkton Jenkins, who is the replacement for David Bakhtiari, who's already on the pup list. He has been downgraded out. That news came out yesterday. So the Packers will be banged up on that offensive line. It's never a good sign when you're going against Nick Bosa, D Ford, and that front forward, the San Francisco 49ers. But you mentioned that you're pretty long to the Dolphins, which is kind of surprising to me. You'd figure that a lot of the hometown folks will be back in the Raiders. But like you mentioned, that they could be on those apps and they'll bet them later on as they get towards the game at Allegiant Stadium kickoff at 105 West Coast time. But are there any other games that have a lopsided ticket account that uh, that you guys would like to mention here? Yeah, I mean, that, that's why when I heard Josh Applebaum today say 80% of the tickets are coming in on Raiders, and I'm looking at our number, I'm like, whoa, we're completely opposite on that one. <laughs> You know the other the other game that uh, the other game right now the 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 biggest uh, biggest variance game of the day is uh, is the Giants mm-hmm. game. I mean they're betting the Giants like they already won the game here. Um, you know I don't know I don't know if Matt's gonna have uh, Matt and CB gonna have enough time to get any buyback here. But the Giants uh, the Giants game is the one that's uh, that's way way out of whack for us right now. Yeah, that game right now, you guys have it as Giants minus three at even money with the total at 47 and a half. And real quick here, we got about a minute left, and I want to hear you guys' picks for today. Mike, I know you've got a parlay or something working up for us. You usually do. Uh, What do you guys like on this uh, week three Sunday slate? I don't love a lot. I actually like the Raiders in this game because I don't think Brissett's any good. But uh, I just did a three-team six-point teaser, you know, and uh, I thought this was a week that, especially in this early window, the teaser's would be dominant here. And I teased, uh, I teased down through the seven and the three with three games with, uh, with the Cardinals, with the Browns and with the bills. And that's uh, that's my play for today. There you go. If I got to take one play, I'm taking one play. I'm taking Ravens lions over. I think, <laughs> I, I think this linebacker situation the lions have is, 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 is really, really bad. I don't, I do not see how, how anyone's going to stop Lamar Jackson. I do think you're going to see a little bit of rush on, uh, on golf. Um, Mike Lombardi actually had, had been talking about throughout the week that he expects a little bit of a, a little bit of a, some pressure on golf. 
which increases the probability of turnovers mm-hmm. and uh, and situations like that. You got a low total, so I'm going over in Baltimore, Detroit. Also important to note in that game, the Ravens' front seven has been decimated by injury and by COVID. I mean, Friday they put four key members of that front seven on the reserve COVID list, so Detroit might be able to move the ball a little bit there. We've seen that total tick up from 50, I believe it was now, 50 and a half across the board. Of Mike Palm, Derek Stevens, gentlemen, appreciate you joining us as always from Circle Resort and Casino. Best of luck today. Thanks, Femi. See ya. All right. Those are our guys always joining us here. On the other side, we have Will Hill of the Green Zone and Johnny Avello at DraftKings. Plus, at the 45-minute mark, Chris Andrews of the South Point Hotel and Casino. It is the pregame show here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. This is the pregame show on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line, over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way. VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. It is the pregame show. Coming to you from the South Point Hotel and Casino, I'm Femi Abebefe, getting you set for kickoff here in week number three in the NFL, 30 minutes away. We'll have Will Hill joining us here momentarily, but first, let's get to our guy at DraftKings, Johnny Avello, the sportsbook director at DraftKings here. Johnny, appreciate you joining me once again. Happy week number three. I know you guys have the championship series millionaire pool and survivor going underway there at DraftKings. Uh, how's that coming along here is in the third week of the season? Well, there's still a, a one guy that's undefeated with uh, 10 for 10 for, for through the first two weeks. Um, there's a lot of five out of fives. That means guys have elected not to play week two, take their bye week. But uh, th- right down from the top all the way down, it's close in the top, you know, three or 400 spots. Uh, some people had some bad weeks and a lot of catching up to do. But <laughs> for the most part, um, you know, there's a lot of people still in it. Uh, on the survivor side, we've knocked out probably about 20% of the people for through the first two weeks. So uh, as long as you stayed away from Green Bay in week one, you were, you're were you still in good shape. Yeah, it's interesting because I was looking at the website, and it sounds like you can still sign up for the Championship Series Millionaire. Is that correct? It looks like signups end October 10th, if I'm reading that correctly. You can sign up. Uh, you know, you're... It, it probably wouldn't be a wise move being being down <laughs> 10 games. <laughs> just wanted to get that out there for the folks who wanted to dabble just a little bit and get what the contest is like. Um, speaking with Johnny Avello at DraftKings, the sportsbook director. How's it handled this week? I know I'm sure you guys are seeing some big bets over the counter. Um, any Anything that's pretty remarkable that you've seen so far? It's good, Femi. There's been some good action. Yesterday was a big day for action and uh, people, filtering it right over into the Sunday. This is one of those weeks where it looks like uh, teasers are going to be in play quite a bit. Uh, the Cardinals game is going to get teased down over, the, you know, the, playing an 0-2 Jag team. The uh, the Ravens playing an 0-2 Lion team. That's going to get teased down. Uh, you know, Chiefs also will be in part of that teaser as well as the Browns. So um, this looks like a week where we're going to probably need to knock out one of these I don't know how we're going to do it, but uh, <laughs> it looks like it's something that we uh, would help us a lot if it did happen today. 
Yeah, maybe the Detroit Lions can get a win for you there, but I wouldn't really bank on that uh, for my betting money here. Uh, any games that have a lopsided ticket count that uh, you'd be able to report? Hey, I'm noticing that the uh, the money line on the Saints, uh, we went from three down to two and a half. I'm seeing the Saints grab quite a bit of action uh, on the money line. The Falcons on the ticket count on the money line quite a bit. Um, and actually, the, they're – they did, and a lot of this was early money. They took a chance on the Bears on the money line in this one. That's one of those games like where quarterbacks were uh, pushing the spread, uh, you know, up because they weren't playing. This one is pushing the spread down because he's not playing Andy Dalton. I found that one a little bit on the strange <laughs> side. Well, let's get to the Bucks and Rams. I'm sure that's probably the most bet game over there at DraftKings Sportsbook. And the initial move in the market went towards Brady and the Bucks when the Lions came out on Sunday. But this morning, it looks like we're seeing some Rams money coming in. What's the action like at DraftKings? Yeah, we are seeing some Rams money, um, uh, mostly on the money line. The, the spread itself, uh, we're still seeing some Bucks money. We went from Rams one to Bucks actually one and a half, now settling back at one. Uh, the over is where a good proportion of the money is, about 80% on the over. Wow. Uh, you can't, I guess you can't blame him for that one, can you? No, you really can't. I mean, these the defenses, at least, I'm not really sold on them, and the offenses are high-powered with Brady and all the weapons that he has, and Matthew Stafford, and now under Sean McVay, they look pretty formidable from an offensive standpoint here. Want to get to last game here with you, Seahawks at the Vikings. The Seahawks two-point favorites. The total in that game also pretty high as well. You guys have it at 54. What are you seeing there? I know the Seahawks can be a trendy team whenever they're coming off of a loss, but so are the Vikings. Zimmer's pretty good ATS off of losses as well. Uh, what's the action like in that game, the afternoon game kicking off at 125? You know, this is a game I'm a little bit wrong on, Femi, and, I, and the reason I tell you that is, you know, not that I have an opinion on the game, but I thought that the Vikings would get a good push in this game and and possibly go off the favorite uh, because, you know, they the first two games, they, they were capable of winning both of those games, at least one of them, and, we, and they didn't get either. Um, and, you know, Seahawks haven't looked that good offensively. Uh, but the Seahawks do have the money here, uh, you know, about – 70% of the money on the money line. It's, it's fairly balanced. And on, you mentioned it, the over, uh, you know, we went from 51 and a half up to 54. So most of the money's on the over on that side. Yeah, I understand that as well. <laughs> Neither defense looks that great either, but uh, Johnny, appreciate you joining us here once again on the pregame show and uh, best luck to you out here in week number three. Thanks, Femi. Have a good weekend. All right. Take care, Johnny. Let's bring in now our next guest, my man, Will Hill of the Green Zone, also a contributor for Point Spread Weekly. But Will will be at the top of the hour with Wes Reynolds and Dave Ross and a plethora of other panelists who are watching the nine morning games here kicking off in about less than 30 minutes. Will, thanks for joining us as always. You'll be watching Falcons Giants today. Uh, first of all, thank you for your service and watching that game. Second of all, what do you make of this one? I mean, I'm on Falcons plus three, but... We talked to Derek about 15 minutes ago at, out at Circa, and he said that folks are betting the Giants like they know the score. What do you make of this game between the Falcons and the Giants here out in the Meadowlands? I'm with you, Femi. I got uh, plus three in pocket at two and a half. I'd have to think twice. To me, this is just pretty simple. The Giants, I don't think, should be laying three to anybody. You know, maybe the Texans with Mills, maybe the Jaguars at home, but 
I just don't. I just think these teams are equal. Maybe even slight edge to Atlanta. Atlanta's got much better skill players. When you look at Pitts, when you look at Ridley, I'd still rather have Ryan than Jones, even though Ryan's getting up there in age. Uh, to me, you just the, the points here are free points. I just think this is a toss-up game. We've seen home field advantage not matter a whole lot, and that's not a crazy, you know, high high volume crowd there in New York. They don't even love that team that much. They're rolling too. So if they're behind seven nothing, ten nothing, that crowd might turn on them. It might be a disadvantage. You might might be hearing the boo birds early in that one with the way the season started. So I'm all over Atlanta plus three. I mean, look, would I be shocked here if the Giants won the game? No, but I just don't think you could lay lay the number here with the Giants. Yeah, somebody's pretty confident in the Giants. They laid minus two and a half at minus 110, 22K to win 20,000 there with the New York Giants. Bless that person's heart. They're back in Daniel Jones as a favorite. Not, not, not something that I would be looking at at all. But what are you looking at in terms of in-game in this game? Is there anything that you're looking for? Uh, you know, the coaching staffs, Arthur Smith, we're still learning him. But we know quite a bit of Jason Garrett and kind of his tendencies as a more conservative play caller. Yeah. Anything you're looking at in-game, especially in that first quarter, first half, to possibly make a play if you didn't have a bet pre-flop? Yeah, well, when I go in the green zone, I'll treat it as as if I have nothing in pocket and just read the game and go from there. I remember last week we talked Panthers, Saints, and I liked the Panthers. And every update I kept giving us, you know what, the Panthers are killing them. Live bet the Panthers, live bet the Panthers. They were even plus 280 on the money line in the second half, which they came through with. Uh, so I'll just, you know, keep an open mind, keep fresh eyes on it. Try to not go in there with any bias and just act like I have nothing on the game. I will be looking. Both teams are bad on the offensive line, so I might look for a live under and just see how both teams are are performing up front. It's hard to move the ball. It's hard to sustain drives when you're you're bad up front. So uh, offensive line play for for both teams will probably be something I'll keep an eye on. Speaking with Will Hill of the Green Zone and a contributor to Point Spread Weekly, Will, I got to ask you about the game of the day in LA between the Bucks and the Rams. Right now, the Rams are a pick'em total of fifty-five and a half. Is there anything you like in this game, whether it be side or total? Yeah, I grabbed the Rams plus one and a half. I teased them up to seven and a half. Obviously, you're not going through the key number if you're teasing them now, so you kind of missed the boat there. But uh, I, I'm on the Rams here. I think this is a game they should win. Look, if the Bucks win this game, I mean, there's not a lot of losses on that schedule. I think that I think the Rams get them today. It should be an interesting game, game of the day. I, I think we've all heard that this is a you know possible NFC Championship preview. Those, those things don't always play out when everyone thinks that everyone says it. It doesn't always come to fruition, but uh, should be a good game. I'm on the Rams here and what should be a good one. And Tom Brady's first game in LA, which is strange. Yeah, it's really strange. This 36th city that he will be playing in, wow. in his NFL career that has lasted a lifetime. Uh, no joke there, <laughs> but what are some of the other favorite plays on the slate today? Anything that uh, you haven't mentioned or anything that you think would be pretty interesting to play here as we're about 20 minutes to kick off. Yeah, I like the Colts. Uh, that number's moved, but it's still not in a key number. Plus four and a half, I'd still play it. I think that's the consensus line. I just think divisional game, desperate team. The Titans are not great on defense. I think Indy will be able to move the ball. They'll be able to run it. Looks like Wentz will play. Um, Indy's much better on defense. Frank Reich is actually 3-0 in Tennessee. Again, that's not a huge home crowd advantage with the Titans there in Tennessee. So I'm on the Colts plus the points there as well. Colts plus four and a half. Anything else that uh, tickles your fancy here? I like Green Bay tonight. I think getting them with the points, I think, you know, that's a huge edge in terms of quarterback. Uh, San Fran already with the injuries, man. They've had uh, uh, the past couple of years just beat up all over the place. I think San Fran has struggled under Shanahan as a favorite, 8-18 against the spread. And uh, coming off after a long road trip should be a tough spot for them. I like Green Bay. I'll tell you what, buddy, we're going head-to-head in that one. I'm laying it with the Ooh, Niners here. <laughs> all right. We'll see about that one. I'll DM you how that game unfolds. Yes, yes. Will Hill, appreciate you joining us. Best of luck on the green zone. All right, Femi. Take care, man. Appreciate you. All right. We'll wrap things up on the pregame show. Chris Andrews coming up next. Stay with us. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. 
Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is the pregame show on VSIN, the sports betting network. Final segment of the pregame show here from the South Point Hotel Casino. Look at the sports book, folks, lining up to get those bets in with 15 minutes to go until kickoff here. In week three of the NFL, Femi and Bebefe here getting you set for kickoff 15 minutes away, like I mentioned, which means let's bring in our next guest, the sportsbook director here at the sportsbook that you just took a look at, Chris Andrews. Chris, welcome once again to the pregame show. Always a pleasure to chat with you. Wanted to just ask you off the top, what games are drawing the most interest, the most attention from the betting public? Oh, man, we got a lot of them today. Uh, one you probably wouldn't think, but, you know, numbers can dictate everything. Falcons and Giants getting a ton of business on that game. Okay. Like I said, I don't know why, but, you know, except for the number. Uh, early morning, of course, you know, the, the uh, Chiefs and Chargers, that's the huge game, you know, in the national interest. The Saints and Patriots, tons of action both ways there. You know, I, mean, I can go up and down the whole list. I mean, pretty much every game is getting a ton of interest. And then, uh, you know, I, I forgot to mention Steelers, Bengals. We've got tons of money on the Bengals with all the Steeler injuries. And, you know, we'll have a great afternoon, too, with the Dolphins, Raiders. You know, 
plenty of action there. And then, of course, probably a feature game of the weekend, Bucks and Rams. That's, uh, you know, getting a lot of play, too. But we can go up and down the line. Like I said, everything's getting a lot of play today. Yeah, Super well, busy. I know, Chris, I want to ask you about Bucks and Rams in just a little bit here. But have you guys taken any big bets? The rumor is that one of these early slate games has, has, has presented a six-figure wager here uh, on this week three slate. Yeah, we took $100,000 bet on the Saints plus the three. But uh, we're back to three with that game, so you know oh. we have a lot of plenty of Patriots money. So uh, yeah, we took that. We got uh, you know a couple fifties, a lot of twenties and thirties, all scattered all over the place. You know, uh, so we're just you know sometimes you just gotta you know just deal with it as best you can, and hopefully at the end of the day we could uh, grab a few dollars for ourselves along the way. No, that makes sense. Speaking with Chris Andrews, the sportsbook director at the South Point Hotel and Casino. And the Kansas City Chiefs playing the Los Angeles Chargers. You said that's one that's seen a lot of action. Have betters been deterred to back this Chiefs team? I'm on them today, so uh, cross my fingers for that. But have anybody, have the public been deterred from backing this team that's 2-11 and in the last 13 games against the spread? Well, not today, certainly, but, you know, I mean, besides the fact that they're 2-11 and 11 in their last 13 games against the spread, the Super Bowl losers usually have a pretty bad record the following year. Um, you know, and they, they tend to just be overpriced a little bit. Now, I don't know if that's the case with the Chiefs. They seem to have a lot of the parts still in place from the last two years where they've been, you know, probably, if you're going to judge by two years, they're probably the best team in the NFL. Uh, even though lost Super Bowl last year, but that that hasn't deterred anybody today. But uh, you know we're up to seven with this game. We opened six and a half. Um, a lot of money on the Chiefs. Not a lot of backers for the Chargers. It was kind of surprised me that people wouldn't take the seven, but they haven't yet. But we still got like what about ten minutes of post time. We'll see if it happens in the in the final swing here. But uh, so far it's been all Chiefs money. Game of the day is in Los Angeles between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the L.A. Rams. And right now I'm looking at your guys' numbers at the South Point. Bucks a one-point favorite with a total of 55.5. But I'm seeing the consensus line as a pick em. Now, last Sunday when the line first opened up, uh, it was a lot of Bucks money, people backing Brady, and rightfully so. He's the best quarterback of all time. But it feels like this morning that the Rams are starting to get some of the, the, the respected money here as we're leading up to kickoff at 125. What's the action like? Is it two-way action that you guys have here between the, the Bucks and Rams? Yeah, it is. You know, we opened pick, and that first flurry was on the Buccaneers. We even went as high as one and a half on it. Uh, but then it's come back on the Rams, and right now, money-wise, we're pretty even, although ticket count, probably close to two to one on Tampa Bay, uh, but we've gotten a lot of money both ways. You know, I think this is just gonna be a terrific game. People can't wait to see this one. Pretty high total, too, 55 and a half. Uh, looks like the highest total of the weekend. Uh, so they're expecting a shootout, and you know, everybody knows about Brady, and of course, Matthew Stafford now, with a team with some pretty decent talent around them a good coach behind him. Uh, I think people are expecting big things out of him, and, well, they should. So this should be a good game. Hopefully, well, I hope it's high scoring. You know, we've got pretty even money as far as the total goes. I guess a little bit more on the over. But uh, but this should be a hell of a game. I can't wait for this one this afternoon. Yeah, I think all eyes will be on that one uh, between the Bucks and the Rams, like I said, kickoff at 125 West Coast, 425 on the East. And I ask you this question every week because it's one of my favorite questions here as a better, which game has the most lopsided ticket count here at the South point? 
Geez, the most lopsided. I could probably go to the first game on the list here, the Cardinals and Jaguars. <laughs> Not too many people want to bet the Jaguars. And uh, <laughs> the Cardinals have, have looked, yeah, right. What a surprise. <laughs> what a newsflash. Uh, <laughs> So not not too many people want to bet uh, the Jaguars, but the Cardinals, you know, have looked good. I mean, they're eight and a half point favorites on the road, uh, but that really hasn't deterred that many betters. But as I go down my list, another one, even though the money money's on the Dolphins, but the ticket count is highly in favor of the Raiders. Um, you know, so th- between those two, those are the big disparities as far as ticket counts go. That's excellent to hear there. Chris Andrews, the sports book director here at the South Point. Chris, appreciate you joining us as always. We'll chat with you next Sunday. All right, my friend. Good talking to you. See you, Femi. All right, take care. That is Chris Andrews giving us information there. That's music to my ears as a Dolphins better. Money on Miami, a lot of the tickets on Las Vegas. Now, it's obviously not going to guarantee a win, but that's how I would at least draw it up in my eyes there but with about five minutes to go in the show today let's run down the board get you the most up-to-date lines sides and totals as we approach kickoff here in nine minutes in week three of the nfl let's start off with the game 469 470 in your rotation arizona cardinals jacksonville jaguars cardinals eight point favorites with the total at 51 and a half and important to note in that game wide receiver deandre hopkins is active he is active in for the cardinals he was dealing with a rib injury all throughout the week but is able to go here didn't practice so we'll see how hopkins plays without practicing important to note that the jaguars will be without cornerback cj henderson so that's a possible matchup there with the cardinals receivers against the jaguars cornerbacks the next game colts and the titans carson wentz is active but indianapolis will be dressing three quarterbacks so keep in mind Wentz coming off those two ankle sprains right now the consensus line titans minus four and a half with the total at 47 indianapolis will once again be without right tackle braden smith the next game ravens at the detroit lions of course the baltimore ravens dealing with a myriad of COVID issues on their front seven of the defense so baltimore right now a seven and a half point favorite with the total of 51 that total continues to tick up Derek Stevens the owner at circus said that would be his play of the day would be the over in that Ravens Lions game and the market is total agreement with him there so the Ravens right now keep in mind I have a teaser on that game but keep in mind they do have those guys hurt in the front seven due to COVID and other injuries the next game Washington football team against the Buffalo Bills no injuries report in this one of note except Matt Ioannidis for Washington is down a defensive tackle but their defensive line is so deep that I don't think that will really matter in terms of the outcome of the game but the Bills are a seven point favorite with a total at 45 and a half this one was as high as nine earlier in the week but a lot of money coming in on the football team Jeff Sherman at Westgate told us sharp betters took Washington plus seven and a half so Could be a close one out there in Western New York. Next game, New Orleans Saints and the New England Patriots. This one has me flummoxed. I bet Patriots minus three. That is the consensus line. Westgate's at two and a half. The total's sitting at 43 and a half. Chris Andrews, who we just spoke with, said a better place, $100,000 on the New Orleans Saints. It makes me comfortable to say that they've moved now back from two and a half to three. So that one will be an interesting game. Trent Brown, offensive tackle for the New England Patriots. He is out for that game dealing with that calf injury so keep that in mind also the Saints will have defensive backs Marshawn Lattimore and CJ Gardner-Johnson back in but they will be without their center Eric McCoy the next game Los Angeles Chargers and the Kansas City Chiefs Chiefs laying seven total has just ticked up from 54 and a half to 55 points will be plenty at Arrowhead 
Chiefs will be without Frank Clark, their defensive end. Chargers defensive end Joey Bosa, he is active, so a big boost for the Chargers, but they will be without defensive back Chris Harris and defensive lineman Justin Jones. Our next game, the game of the day, apparently at the South Point and at Circuit, for that matter, the Atlanta Falcons and the New York Giants. The Falcons are two-and-a-half-point underdogs. I'm on Falcons plus three. Giants, though, with a total at 47-and-a-half, Giants are getting back Evan Ingram and Kenny Galladay. Falcons will be without their wide receiver, Russell Gage, and cornerback A.J. Terrell, who's battling a concussion. Then in Cleveland, the Browns taking on the Chicago Bears. Browns minus 7.5 with a total of 45. Welcome back, Odell Beckham Jr. Also, welcome Justin Fields, who will be making his NFL debut as a starter here in week number three. That line was at nine, now down to 7.5. A lot of money coming in on Chicago, plus 7.5. Then our final game, Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Steelers laying 2.5 with a total of 42. TJ Watt out for Pittsburgh. T. Higgins out for the Bengals. So that will be an interesting game to keep in mind. The Steelers coming off a loss at home against the Raiders. Can they bounce back? We'll find out kickoff in a matter of moments, and that will wrap things up for us here on the pregame show. Thank you to Mike Palm, Derek Stevens, Will Hill, Johnny Avello, and Chris Andrews. And, of course, thank you to you for tuning in, and best of luck. The Green Zone coming up next here, seven hours of all sorts of bets on v the Sports Betting Network. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.